Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Monday, October 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we'll be looking at the rising tensions between Russia and the U.S. over a nuclear treaty. Then, we'll hear about a tie-up to create one of the world's largest auto components makers. And finally, we'll take you to Saudi Arabia, where there's a battle to salvage the Crown Prince's summit. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. First, to the United States, where over the weekend, President Donald Trump said the U.S. will pull out of a nuclear arms agreement with Russia. On Saturday, the president said he'd pull the U.S. out of the Intermediate Nuclear Forces Treaty. It was signed in 1987 by Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev to help end the Cold War. The two leaders agreed to ban all conventional and nuclear missiles with ranges between 500 and 5,500 kilometers. The goal was to make sure the Soviet Union's missile programs wouldn't threaten European capitals. The U.S. has claimed for the past decade that a number of new Russian missiles are in violation of the treaty, but Russia has denied that. And President Trump said that's why the U.S. will pull out. We're the ones that have stayed in the agreement, and we've honored the agreement, but Russia has not, unfortunately, honored the agreement. So we're going to terminate the agreement. We're going to pull out. U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton landed in Moscow yesterday for two days of meetings, and Russia hit back over the threat of withdrawal. Officials called it a, quote, very dangerous step. President Trump said the U.S. would consider capping its nuclear development program if it could make a new arrangement, including one with China. But some fear this withdrawal might mean other nuclear pacts could fall apart. And in the auto industry, the FT reports that Fiat Chrysler Automobiles is expected to announce today that it's selling component maker Magneti Morelli for 6.2 billion euros. A rival parts maker, Calsonic Kensei, will buy the company. Calsonic Kensei is owned by global investment fund KKR. The combination of Magneti and Calsonic Kensei will create one of the world's largest components manufacturers, with a combined revenue of $17 billion. It's the latest in a series of buy-and-build deals by private equity groups that allow them to bulk up companies before selling them off. And now to Saudi Arabia, where over the weekend the kingdom said that journalist Jamal Khashoggi died in a fistfight in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. It's the first time the kingdom has admitted the journalist is dead. Until now, they've said he left the consulate. Riyadh said 18 Saudis had been arrested related to the incident, and two senior officials close to the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman have been dismissed. The kingdom is adamant that the prince knew nothing about the murder. The message from the kingdom comes just days ahead of the prince's future investment initiative gathering, which starts on Tuesday. Several high-profile CEOs from companies like J.P. Morgan Chase and BlackRock have already pulled out, and so have top officials like U.S. Secretary of Treasury Steven Mnuchin. International investors have also started to distance themselves. Last week, global fund managers pulled $650 million from Saudi Arabia's equity market, according to Arkham Capital, a Middle East investment bank. And on Sunday, the UK, French, and German foreign ministers issued a joint statement condemning the killing and calling for stronger efforts to investigate the murder. And here's something you might want to know more about. Last week, Italy released its proposed budget for next year, a budget that was supposed to be the budget of change from a new coalition government. The proposal included a basic income for poor Italians and a lowering of the retirement age. 
but it also increased the deficit to well over EU mandates. Members of the European Commission have said they're concerned about the country's economy, and Italy is expected to respond today. Italy already has the second largest debt to GDP ratio in Europe, and its economy still hasn't fully recovered from the financial crisis. Investors are worried the proposed budget will lead to higher debt, especially after Moody's lowered its credit rating of Italy's sovereign debt to one level above what would be considered junk. The FT's correspondent in Rome, Miles Johnson, is here to tell us what to expect this week. It is a quite dramatic sounding thing to have Italy's uh, sovereign debt rating cut to one level above junk or non-investment grade. But um, I think it was something which was broadly expected. But what it does signal is that there's just a deep unease amongst sort of uh, the ratings agencies, along with other participants in this whole sort of game, such as the European Commission and actually the holders of Italian government, that, that they don't like the direction of travel in terms of Italian sort of spending under this government. And they think that the sort of change in strategy by the government compared to previous ones is going to result in an adverse outcome for people who hold Italian government debt. Now, the Italian government argue that this is wrong because what Italy's poor recovery has shown is that previous types of strategies to make Italy grow again haven't worked, austerity hasn't worked, and so they need to do something different And later today, we're expecting Rome to respond to the EU regarding the budget. What can we expect from that response? It's extremely likely that Rome is basically just going to argue that its plans are well thought out and justified, its assumptions for economic growth are reasonable, and that it believes that this is the right step forward for the Italian economy and will not lead to a permanent deterioration in Italy's debt sustainability over the medium to long term. So I think it's just going to be more of the same. And what might their response mean for their credit rating going forward? It's probably today not not going to be so significant because I think it's already expected that the government is going to effectively stick to its existing path. But I think it may set the tone for a decision by the another major ratings agency, Standard & Poor's, S&P, which is due on Friday night. It's kind of expected by the market that S&P will issue a sort of negative outlook for Italian government debt, which is generally the precursor to a potential downgrade. And if the ratings agencies do issue a junk rating on the country's debt, what can we expect to happen? At the moment, that's not on the cards, but people are starting to worry about that because of the recent actions by the ratings agencies. Basically, in short, a lot of the people who invest in this debt on behalf of pension funds and endowments and other types of savings institutions, they actually are not allowed to hold debt, which is not rated as investment grade or debt, which is rated as junk in their portfolios. And so in a sort of extreme hypothetical situation, you'd have a lot of the investor base who are holding Italian debt and buying Italian debt at auctions, which the Italian government needs to refinance, roll over its large pile of debt. They would no longer be able to participate and Italian borrowing costs would sharply increase and that could precipitate a pretty severe kind of financial problem for Italy going forward. You can read about all of these stories and more at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. 
Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business and politics news. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.